You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12K carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1,290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Chitta de Mantova. Um, fifth overall, considering your back issue, I feel like that's a nice way to end the season. Obviously not what you want. You want to be winning, you want to be on the podium, you want to be collecting a medal. But this was a consistent, nice way to end the season considering everything. Yeah, I mean, it's the last part of the season has been a horror for me. Basically, after Dershintal, um, I've been racing injured. Um, first the arm, later on the... Later on, the um, how you call it? Yeah, the fracture in the back, and and also this last race, I I had some pain in the ribs, so it was it was tough, you know. I think the body, I I put it to the limit, and uh, that's why also in this last race I was also hurt from the ribs, even though I didn't crash. Just uh, from the you know pulling way more from one side all these last weeks, and I just injured a little bit myself. So uh, so yeah, it's. It's been tough also starting first and going backwards is not something that I like or going backwards and really like off the like yeah. no pace so uh, but it's normal I mean if you don't train and you don't and if you're not fit if you're right injured it's normal so I think I under the circumstances I think I did a good last part of the season how hard was it for you because obviously look you're a great starter you're always going to be up front that's no matter what happens you're always going to be up front at some point so how hard was it for you with this title fight because obviously you're always going to be in the middle of it you can't get too involved with the KTM guys but also you don't really want to get involved at all so how hard was it for you to like while you're racing make decisions about the right thing to do well I think this is an individual sport so I will if I will just ride my own race. Uh, obviously, coming to this last GP, um, we are a team also, and uh, I will not make life super hard for Jeffrey. I mean, that's obvious, you know. If you, uh, I work for KDM, so at the end, for us all, it's very important that the KDM wins. And uh, getting to this last race, tied in points, it's normal that I try to help my teammate, you know, a little bit. And uh, but you know I, he didn't need the help. No. You don't need to help someone that is just faster. Um, it's a pity that some people think that okay you're helping him you're stupid you do that it's not good. But they need to understand this is also you know a job. The guys from KDM has been putting in a lot of work and and it's not that I just he had to win. It, it, I mean I could not give him the win. <laughs> he had to go for it. Uh, for example, the second motor, I saw him, he was second, and once we got si- like side by side, I knew I wouldn't race him like I normally do because there is a championship in line. I would race the rest of the riders, yes, just normal, like every single, I will not do it more because I already go 100% every time. So, so yeah, some riders got a little bit angry. For example, I went to congratulate Fevre, and he didn't even give me the hand. He told me I'm an asshole, so... Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, so, I mean, there is uh, some people that, um, I mean, I was not the guy that crashed in that second moto. He did. Uh, I already lost my championship, and and I think everyone deserves uh, congrats because uh, it was a very long and uh, very, how can I say it, tough championship for everyone, for everybody's bodies. I think Jeffrey, Febre, uh, Geyser, Tony, myself, see where we all make a, the best out of uh yeah, of this championship, we give our all, and I think we need to be proud. I think we all uh, go out to, for winning, and uh, I just, you know, like to congratulate everyone because I had a lot of fun this season. We had a lot of battles, and uh, okay, I can say I'm going home. I would like to say safe, but uh, I still need to recover from my injuries. So, uh, but in one piece, you know, I'm I'm here, and 
and yeah it's good now to go into the holidays <laughs> this is a crazy thing like i knew you were going to say that was the answer and that's obvious to everyone but like when romance behind you or anyone's behind you you're not riding down a straight looking behind you each side like you're just racing like everyone in this paddock every rider i've spoken to this year at some point has said you were the smartest racer here because that's just a skill you have that's a great skill that you have so that makes you one of the toughest guys to pass it's everyone else's job to figure out how the hell to pass you <laughs> yeah well for example in these last races when you're not 100 obviously it's so much easier to pass me because i'm seconds yeah. you know from the pace and uh, and it's hard but you know i always try to find my position and some people doesn't like it like number three i think he doesn't like it <laughs> but uh, but yeah i mean uh, we cannot do anything about it we are all racers and it's uh, like i said before it's an individual sport and we all fight to get that medal hopefully next year i can hopefully next year i can uh, yeah be in a better situation at the end of the season <laughs> so number three is not your friend but one of the best stories from this year is number 91 oh it's like watching two best friends now every time you're just having great battles side by side he's even told me that his racing with you is some of the best stuff he does so you and yeah. Sua, just best friends, apparently. Um, <laughs> I met him a lot this last race. Me being not being 100%, and he's uh, yeah a little bit behind, yeah. the, let's say, the top three guys. And, uh, yeah, I saw him a couple of times these, these last races. And it's nice, I mean, when you can battle with someone and doesn't go really aggressive into you, you know. Uh, I mean, there are guys that are searching always the way to... Uh, make a block yeah. pass. Yeah, like really go yeah. and touch, you know. I never touch anyone and I like it when the other other guy doesn't think in that way. I mean, on hitting someone and trying to make it fall or something. I just think racing needs to be clean and uh, obviously if you are fighting for one position, you like many people says I'm hard to pass. <laughs> I think it's, it's normal because I think everybody wants to win, yeah. right? But I always try to do it, or I always do it in a safe way and um, I think respectful way also for the other riders. Uh, two more quick things. Obviously, you are going to have to rest up now. You are beaten up. How long do you oh, think yeah. it's going to take for you to get healthy and get start testing for next year? <laughs> so um, it will take some time. The time needed. I have time. Um, I'm not really worried about it. I'm just, you know, I really want to disconnect also my mind. It's, yeah. it's been very hard these last weeks and just to have some time off will be great for me and uh, charge batteries coming into the off season and yeah, for the next year. And uh, last thing, speaking of next year, excited, some changes for you ahead. I think that your plans are set in stone. Uh, excited for what the future holds for you? We will see. I mean, I, I showed this year a great uh, speed. Fitness, I think, in uh, Germany, I was at my best already the week before in Sardinia. With a beautiful pass. I was feeling... <laughs> I, yeah, you like that. Every time. Yeah, yeah, you, you like that one. And also in the Sardinia the week before, I felt a little bit better. And I, I mean, to beat Jeff in the, in the sand, it's hard just because physically yeah. you need to be very, very strong. And, um, and yeah, it was a pity I couldn't really hold that good level that I was you know uh, growing into a very strong body and yeah. I couldn't maintain it just because of the crash and the injuries but I think into next year if uh, I can even get way more strong I think it's possible way stronger and um, yeah like I said I think in the other interview uh, I already know more or less where to work on and I think we can make big steps I think will help me also to get faster and oi 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 Oh, <laughs> the guy almost hit with the. Oh, so um, I don't know what I was saying, but yeah, looking forward for next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeremy Sua, MXGP of Chitta de Mantova. Um, was that right? I don't know. Oh. I've never heard about that, but it sounded good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, big day. You went from sixth in the championship to fourth. Obviously, you really care about that. I know that's a big, uh, big goal of yours. But most of all, you and your best friend in the entire world reconnected once more in like the most beautiful battle ever you were just side by side for like 15 straights in a row and it was just a, i felt like it was just a beautiful way to end your first season as best friends it was i mean you know uh time practice i saw already the number 61 behind me i mean you know this is just by luck but anyways uh we had two good battles in both motors and yeah it's a nice way to end i mean we were tie on points before motor two 
we just, you know, since Arco, I told you, we just, we do things together for some reason. Same points, we share everything. Then just somebody had to take forth. So luckily it was me in the end. And that's it. I mean, it's just, I don't know if he is on the same page than I am with this uh, friendship. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he thinks you're friends and you think you're best friends. So you just need to... <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we might figure it out later well, Maybe tonight. on our little walk here, we might bump into him. Yeah, I hope so. Because we are just walking the paddock. Later we're going to have some beers because now the season no. is done. So maybe then we will like uh, figure out the, the truth. Because when you are a bit drunk... You always tell tell the truth, you know. Yeah. So we will find out. Do you actually care about fourth in the championship? Like it's nice, but really, do you care? Um, no. I mean, yes and no. Okay. Uh, it's better than sixth. What else can I say? But uh, it doesn't change my uh, bank account. So in, in so two. So you're still not buying me dinner. Um, I can. No, no. I will buy you dinner anyway. I'm not like that, but. You know, in two weeks, uh, it doesn't matter, fourth or sixth. But still, it's uh, if you put it in your, uh, how you call that, palmares, yeah. or uh, ah, yeah, four looks better than a six. Well, if you look at like, your last three years, two, two, four, that's a nice, it's like, not too bad. that's a nice little um, scorecard. It's not too bad, and especially after this year. I mean, thinking back, uh, let's say, three months, um, telling me back then you're going to finish fourth in the championship, I would be like no way how I mean there is a big mountain to climb uh, but we made it happen so it's it's still nice you know and it's a you know there is a sorry there is a shit for and there is a good for and this yeah. is a good for it's not that I'm like oh I'm just off the podium ah. no it's luckily not like that so that's positive uh, let's play a fun game I've been playing it with every rider uh, it's my job to talk about you to figure out how good you are to call you shit when you're shit um, but I don't want to do that. You're going to do it. So you're 18 rounds done, full season. Give your season a grade, like A, B, C, D, E, F, if you want. Like just give your Numbers whole season grade because that's I'm doing it grades because I think that's more fun. And so what's the best and what's the worst? Well, A plus. Oh, where are we going? He's just trying to take me on a walk to like the most. No, no, We've got to go on a so set path, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um, a plus is the best, obviously. You know how grades work. And no, the worst is F. Switzerland, the best is a six, right? In the well, school, no one, I'm sorry, but no one else will understand that. The worst is a one. One till six. Six is the best, okay. one is the worst. But you must have heard of A plus before. No, not really. But what is the worst? F? F is the worst. A plus. A is, a, so you can work that out. A, B, C, D, E, F. So it's six. It's also six letters. Okay, we'll just do letters, That's almost the same. Just do letters, please. We have six numbers, you have six letters. It's not an A plus. No. It's not an A. It's not a B. Mm, let's see it's getting closer you can do a minus or a plus you can do like B minus A, B, C C is a 4 I think so we are a C minus somewhere okay. there oh. and that's a shame we were also on D's uh, this season on some races well, sometimes when you were F yeah <laughs> actually yeah some time practice uh, even F plus not f plus let's be honest f is i don't low. know if f plus is a thing but <laughs> <laughs> shit but plus Arco i was a plus also but overall as a whole uh, you know what i went through this season was quite strange and new for me and definitely uh, not nice not a nice experience and uh, yeah i was not uh, feeling great and i was definitely on a c or d but uh, i'm Taking the positive out of it, I came back. I think so, even stronger than maybe ever before, as a you know individual races. Yeah. No, I've told you that many times. Like you were riding better than you did last year, no doubt. You disagreed with me at Trentino for some reason, but I I am no, right. I agree uh, on it now, and more safe, uh, better, more speed. I con- could compete with the guys. Fighting. Even better starts, I think. In average, better. Yeah, yeah but I have the mechanic uh, with me. Who yeah, you is do nothing there. Yeah, exactly. It's all his work. So I just have to sit on the bike and open the throttle. You actually made him quite famous with your fly. You know, he yes. told me to fly. Lots yeah. of people said they now want interviews with him. Yeah, you should because he is fucking, he's the man. Yeah. We, we made some stickers for him. Listen, because you remember in uh, Trentino, I had the butt patch and it's on his pit port, like the mini yeah. with him watching out of the window, yeah. uh, Luigi uh, thing on. So, and everybody was asking for those stickers. And then we, I made like a bunch of stickers for him to put on the phone. I will show you. You have one of them also. Yeah. And everybody wants them. Like, he's like, 
ah, we need to print 200 of them because Are you jealous because he's more popular than you no i'm happy for him i made we made us popular i made yeah. him popular he made me maybe a bit pop i hope so so no no, no he deserves it he's a cool guy and uh, yeah, everybody wants luigi stickers now uh playing the grade game again what grade would you <laughs> sorry i don't know if you like this game what grade would you give your interviews this year ah this is a a plus. I feel like this is where you've shined this year. Yeah. Like last yeah. year and the year before, you really were doing your work on the track. This year, you've done your work in the pits. Yeah, I have to be good somewhere at least. Yes. You know, I mean, if you suck at riding at some stage, you need to at least, you know, shine somewhere else and get the fans. Because if you don't win, uh, nobody cares about you. So you need to get them to care about you in another way. You know. And you've noticed that fans are loving you for this. Well, you've had you've had lots of messages, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's all your credit there eh, because you. we found you. A plus for me? Yes, A plus for you. A plus for you. Um, tell me about <laughs> tell me about the bike because obviously you've been on the Yamaha for a while now. You make it work the best. Yes. From one season to the next, it changes. Was the bike better this year than the year before? And do you feel like you need to do a lot of work with the bike for next year? Um, let's start uh, early last year and the year before my bike was quite similar except to some suspension changes and stuff but uh, we tried to change a lot for this year we did over the winter Glenn came in Glenn had completely different ideas I tried to follow these ideas also to experience it just to see, yeah. you, need, you know you need to test I mean if somebody comes in for a brand, from a brand like KTM maybe he has some good influence yeah. and it can work Um so that's what uh, happened but then at the worst possible stage I started to be weak and still we kept pushing because I didn't really want to accept that I'm weak and we, get, we got lost and the yeah. bike at some stage was definitely not as good as it was the year before and this is clear and I struggled a lot with the bike especially being uh, not healthy plus having the bike you know if there are the, and then those two things come together okay if you are not healthy but you know your bike you, your bike is working well and stuff at least you can do something yeah. but if both is not okay you are not healthy and you don't trust your bike and it doesn't work really well really well you yeah you have two big uh, problems you know so it was a tough way to get out of this but by the end of the year i think the yamaha worked at least my bike the best it's ever worked in those three years I'm in the factory team now so I'm quite happy with it and right now I don't think it's a lot of work because the the level is so high in MXGP there is not huge margin to improve let's be honest I mean next year we won't be two seconds faster that's just unlogical but sure you always try to improve uh, get better suspension wise uh, chassis wise but my bike the last few races I have felt, I mean, I think you guys could see from outside, I felt pretty good on it and my speed was there in time practices and, and at any time. Last interview of the year, second place overall in the interview game. Are we sad? Are we going to cry? Are we, like, we have to wait now. Uh, three months, maybe, maybe more. This is like, this, this has been our thing for a while and now it's over. So cry. I don't mind about being second. I mean, Ben deserves... Uh, what a win. teammate. What a teammate. Like, I feel like you couldn't have asked for a better teammate. Yeah. He's like, you could have had Jesus under the awning and it yeah. wouldn't have been a better teammate. No, no. Ben is... He deserves this win. You know, he he had a tough year also in other directions as a rookie, uh, you know, and with Yamaha not being um, that fair towards him and stuff. So he deserves that win, you know, so... Thanks, thanks Jeremy, thank you. He deserves it. Mean, but I'm going to miss these interviews. I mean, this is the thing now. Sunday night, okay, I'm always busy and stuff, but I love to do this. And we should do, I don't know. I mean, we maybe bump into each other in some weeks. I I'll be know. in Switzerland, maybe. Ah, yeah, maybe you come we'll to see, Switzerland. I'll see you up the mountain. Or I come to the UK. And I don't think you'll come into the UK. Uh, I don't know. You always expect the unexpected. Eh? So I, we need come to, to the something. UK. Me, you and Ben can just do fun friend stuff okay Ben is there also I think he said he's going there uh, home yeah, yeah. He was yeah also for this reason he stayed uh, away from home for many many months yeah. Eh? so yeah he deserves that you have a nice trophy for him for this, this win or? I, I said I'd make one it's okay. not happened yet but it ah, will okay I want to see that okay um, any final thoughts and not just season final thoughts anything we've missed anything we haven't talked about this season anything you want to say 
Anything, any stories that happened that we've missed? Anything, anything at all? Not really, not really. Just peace out? Peace out. I mean, now we call it a day. What can we do? Uh, that's it. It's end. Uh, there has to come an end to everything. And now it's, it's there. Okay, uh, Thomas Olsen, uh, MXGP of uh, Chitta de Mantova. Um, today kind of wrapped up a consistent 450 season. I feel like most rookies have highs, lows and all of that. You've been very just consistent and steady around 9th, 10th, 11th with a couple of 6th and 7th. But I feel like, yeah, you've just been very consistent and that's made it a weird rookie year because, like I say, normally it's very up and down so it's kind of hard for people to judge. But overall, I think it's been good. Yeah, like you said, uh, at the GP overalls, it's been quite consistent but I felt like uh, many times in the first motors I've been like doing really good here, especially in the, in the, in the second part of the season. And then second moto maybe been a little bit off, but yeah, like the the GP overall has been quite consistent around tenth place. Um, in the beginning of the year, I was honestly struggling really hard. Like mentally, it was tough, and I didn't get my qualifying's uh, good. So I feel like it's been a huge improvement here in the second part of the season. And uh, yeah, uh, ninth place. I was I was tenth coming into the day, and I. Yeah, I wanted to be in ninth, of yeah. course. Like, you always try to do a little bit extra. Not that it was, like, a huge situation. But, you know, like, I got ninth place. And, um, yeah, quite quite happy with that. And just, to, like I said, I improved on a lot of things. And I hope to improve even more for next year. When you say you were struggling at the beginning of the year, was it bike setup? Was it adjusting to being in a new team as well? Because I guess that comes with bike setup. Because your old team knew you so well that they kind of knew where you needed to go. Whereas this was a fresh thing. Yeah, I would... I would say the bike was set up fine. It was just, um, you know, when you jump on the 450, you you see these these 250 guys also jumping up. Like you just jump on the 450 and you just pretty much go, and you have that like aggressiveness from the 250. But I felt like once I got to ride the 450 more and in race situations and stuff, like I just wasn't riding it correct. The the setup and everything was fine, but you know too low gears and 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 stuff like that not even using the power yeah. enough was was where i was at a lot of the time so i i've had to adapt a lot to the 450 and i don't even think i'm all the way there yet like i still have a lot of uh let's say learning to do well, i think this is why it's been weird for people because russia was amazing yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. it, it like i think people have struggled to understand because you came out and basically had your best race of the season straight away so i think people were like oh he's got it figured out but yeah i guess that was like I don't know I don't know what you put that down to <laughs> yeah honestly I, I don't know either it's just like after Russia I felt like oh okay like I can't do this yeah. you know and then it just pretty much started going downhill after that to be honest and uh, I had to find myself a little bit in, in the middle of the season like do things a little bit more the way I wanted to do it and uh, that actually really helped me out like because uh, in the beginning of the season we were I was maybe a little bit little bit done already to be honest because I'd done so much riding in the off season so honestly what I did I I took a step back and I honestly I rode a little bit less (laughs) and that just made me happy when I went back on the bike and and I started using my technique more thinking a bit more about like yeah techniques and stuff like that and all of a sudden you know the the joy comes back to racing and that brings results as well obviously you knew that you weren't going to be at ice one next year quite early very early actually in the season but you also knew you had a deal and you didn't really have to worry but was that stressful because although you knew you were going to be fine you obviously didn't know where you'd end up so then you were I guess you were thinking like oh what if I'm not on a factory team what if I don't have good equipment blah 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 yeah honestly that is a a big worry you know I've been on a factory team now for five years I think so that's where I want to be but at the same time you know I want to deliver good results I don't want to be in a factory team and not deliver you know because that's not I tell you that's no fun that's no fun and nobody is happy then and yeah I I did feel kind of safe because I have the contract directly with the factory so always knew they're going to take care of me and they still believe in me and stuff like that so I didn't have a big worry and yeah it's it's not out for next year but I'll be on good equipment for sure. Yeah, you're happy with where you're going, how things are shaped out. I think it I think it's fine. Like it's probably one of the better options you could have had. It could have yeah. been a lot worse. Yeah, at least for for me like as long as I have the good equipment like 
it's it's up to me to deliver the results and get get back on a factory team let's say so and yeah who knows if if everything goes well like you don't need to change things like i don't know how how the year after that looks but for now i'm concentrated on the off season getting away from everything a little bit getting far away from motocross let's say thinking about something else and then we start training hard again I feel like you have had, um, like what you said there about not delivering on the factory team, I think that's been the worst part about your rookie season, is obviously AJ's coming back, so he was in a different situation, and you were kind of chucked straight into, oh, you're the lead rider on a factory team, and oh, by the way, we need you to get results, because you're our only option, whereas like other rookies go in, and they're the second rider, the third rider, and they're just left alone to kind of develop, whereas I'm guessing there was a bit of pressure on you to even if there wasn't pressure, you obviously feel it because you want to be the one to make people happy and make people smile. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, AJ's had a, had a tough year as well. We all know what he's, he's come back from. So man, many times it was, it was on my back, you know, and Ice One has gotten good results for, for many years, you know, and uh, it, was, it was a tough deal because all of a sudden they're all looking to me to perform and I don't know what's going on with myself. Like, I'm as big as a question mark as they are I'm like I don't even there was so many times I was on the track like talking to myself and like fucking go you know like but I just I was kind of stuck and that's that's why I'm happy that I I kind of ramped it up a little bit here in the end of the season and got got some decent results and yeah showed myself a little bit more in front and in the qualifiers as well that that I can't do it and um, yeah like you said yeah it's no, it's no fun to be on a factory everybody wants to be on a factory team yeah. but try and be there and don't deliver the results it's, it's not fun it's not fun. so um last thing i'm guessing for next year obviously you are changing teams and manufacturers kind of ish in a weird way i'm guessing it would be easy to jump into testing now but knowing now what you've learned in the last year your plan's going to be start a bit later and maybe even if you go into the first round at 80 percent you'd rather hit 100 percent around six rather than start at 100 and be at 70 around six yeah, for sure, because, um, yeah, like you said, it, it's not a, official yet, so... No, we're not saying wanna, what it is, but... I don't want to talk too no. much about that, but yeah, it might it might be a little bit different, but same, you know, so... Um, yeah, same-ish. <laughs> yeah, without saying too much, yeah, yeah, but it will be out soon anyway. But, um, yeah, so I don't need to do much testing either, because I'm on quite a good setup now, and, uh, yeah, just from last year, like, I had two weeks off, and so I like to me it feels like I've been going since December 2019 you know so I'm and I always been the guy who needed who needed the winter off because together with me coming from Denmark and stuff like I'm not used to riding in the winter also I'm used to taking a long break so um, yeah it's just uh, I just think in the end of the season it's also good to just settle down you know like take everything in that you learn through the season and just like Many times when we come back riding, like we're not slow, you know. Even though we sat a month on the couch or something like that, so it's uh, it's all there and it's good with some new motivation. Okay, uh, Ben Watson, uh, MXGP of Chitta de Mantova. Um, <laughs> I, I'm quite impressed whenever I know that. Um, up and down day for you in the sense that I felt like the speed was good and I felt like you could have been top five. It didn't really come together, and the way that I would probably sum it up is at points I watched you and it looked like you were flowing and everything was amazing. And then at points I watched you and it looked like you were fighting the bike a lot. Like it seemed like it changed quite rapidly, almost lap to lap. So yeah, up and down day, I guess. Yeah, definitely up and down. I mean, I did really struggle with the bike today. Um, the track cut up quite a lot different to how we're used to it here. And I don't know, I just couldn't flow in the turns at all. Like I was struggling so bad. Every time I like cracked the throttle in the, in the turn, I was just the, the rear was just like squatting, and if the if the line had any small bumps in it, I my rear wheel was just not sitting in in the in the line. So I was like really slow around the corner until I was straight, and then I could kind of open the the throttle. But yeah, like even in the d- deep turns, I was coming around, and if I opened the throttle early, you know, to try and yeah have some good corner speed, I was just the bike was just riding out everything. I had no no speed at all, and. Then I'm, with the racing being so close, I was just holding all my lines and trying to protect myself. And yeah, I was not making any opportunities to pass. And all right, I got a good good start in the first one. Um, I had a, a few good laps, but in general, I, I didn't feel good on the bike at all. I came in and okay, I finished ninth, but I was like, yeah, disappointed. I didn't feel good at all. And 
second one we changed the bike a lot it made the rear a lot stiffer and it was better it was better but I mean it was also new like it felt quite a lot different I said to, to the guys like please make quite a big change and it's the first time I've done that this year but um, the start just wasn't there obviously qualifying again was 14 so yeah not my level or where I should be and then the, the start wasn't good enough in the second one but yeah it was just a, a battle from there <laughs> like I was battling with with uh, Carilli was just in front and it was me and Olsen Lupino and like we're battling in 14th or whatever it's, it was mad it was just a fight the whole race again and that's the story of the season you feel like I felt a lot better on the bike in the second one I was pushing and felt much better in the turns and then you look at the position like man <laughs> it's, it's mental <laughs> I was um, I was very happy with your pass on Fernandez in the first race because he is a he will muscle guys out the way. He is like one of those guys who's quite good at you know putting his bike where he wants it and not giving a shit. And you gave it back to him quite good. And I was like, and it's right in front of pit lane as well. And I was like, ah, oh, fucking, that's showing a little something. Yeah, because we was battling a little bit. Like he passed me in the beginning, and then he he didn't go hard on me, but he put quite a good pass on me. And I, I was like, fuck, I'm not <laughs> having that. So. Um, I kind of gave him a panic rev over the finish jump and then really opened the I, I opened my line on the start and just kind of squared up and because I panic revved he knew I was there and he held like a real tight line before pit lane so he didn't have the speed down straight and I kind of just squared up and yeah just shunted him in a little bit into that next corner yeah and he but, tried coming back a few times and you shut the door on him I was quite I, I like that that was probably the most entertaining thing of my day yeah but exactly like I explained just before I was having to hold my lines real bad because yeah. I just felt like I had no speed in the corners and then I was just hugging all the insides and he was showing his wheel like on the entrance to the corners but obviously going to the outside so he was there like on my wheel again but yeah I didn't I didn't honestly feel good in the first one I think we can now officially like say that Based on you, based on Jeremy, based on Glenn, the Yamaha works a lot better on hard pack tracks. Which, obviously, you, Glenn, uh, maybe not Jeremy, but maybe a little bit. Like, you obviously are much better or stronger or more comfortable on the sandy tracks like this, or more so Lommel. But for whatever reason, the Yamaha works much, much better on tracks like Trentino and Lockett and places like that. Yeah, I'm quite confused with the bike. Some days I come on and I feel really good and some days not, I mean you can't compare even this race to nations it's a completely different track honestly um and yeah conditions like arco natural some hills like where it's more throttle control this is good i feel like i'm yeah i've got a good package for this for well, all of us we all did well there um but then for example when i go to russia or something where it's like a real like a blue groove hard pack and then you've got the sticky lines and this kind of hard pack is where I've struggled the most this year and my bike is real tame from the bottom and then kind of has quite a strong punch at the top and for example Turkey where the altitude is really high I had a 48 sprocket on and was having to start in first gear which is yeah a little bit unheard of but you know when you're so deep into your season and you can't change anything drastic on the engine in, in somewhere like that so we just had to change the sprocket and and uh, yeah, I was really struggling. Like I was riding around the track in second, and then every time I left, like exited a corner, something it was like real, real slow. And then as soon as it kicked in, I was just losing traction. And yeah, that was was the drama. But overall, sand I've not felt too bad with the bike. Conditions like Arco here um, for me, it's just been that that like sticky blue groove hard back where I've struggled. Uh, we don't want to go this over and over again, but we just need to clear this up. You have not, you still have not signed uh, a contract. You still haven't signed a letter of intent. You are not any further along with deciding what your future holds. So, for any rumours that are going around, you haven't met you same position you were in in France, Spain, and wherever else we did an interview. Nothing's changed. There's no secrets. There's no letter of intent. There's no contract. Literally nothing. I haven't even spoken to uh, any of the teams this week. Uh, I spoke to Yamaha, and they said, "Yeah." We, we want to keep you, but I, we can't give you any news, can't give you any updates. Uh, don't know where we want to put you, or um, that was it. I've heard nothing from any other teams, or I have, I have some offers, but not really what I want, not my first choice. But no, no, I'm definitely, right now, I'm completely free. I'm waiting on, on uh, a couple of spots, 
and and we'll see. But no, no, I've, I've definitely not signed anything yet. Uh, fun game. I'm playing with every rider. Obviously, it's my job to talk about you and figure out how good you are. But it's more fun if you do it yourself. So if you had to grade your season, like A, B, C, D, E, F, if you want, uh, what letter would you put on it? There have been riders so far that have said E. So like, we're all being very honest. Um... It's hard, hard, but hard to say because it's my rookie season. I've had some good races and I've had some absolutely terrible races. But as a whole, like I'm disappointed in the bad days because they were too bad. But then I've I've enjoyed racing at the front sometimes, and I finished 11th in the championship. I've had 300 points in my first MHGP season with still on this final race a full stack class. So overall, I feel like for rookie season, I've done yeah not too bad I'm not like fully satisfied because yeah. I know what I can do and I can be a lot better and the feeling some days was was missing completely so I've I've had a, a good few zero point scoring races or even one point scoring races which uh, definitely shouldn't have happened but overall now I would, I would say like a, probably a C, a C. Like, I would have gone higher but last a B, you're, yeah, you're... B, yeah mate B, C, B, yeah, B, C, I reckon. I was going to say B plus, A minus, but clearly we're on different paths here. (laughs) One thing you did excel at, uh, 18 rounds, 17 interviews, defending and, wait, what do you say, defending and new champion, two-time, whatever. 18 rounds, 17 interviews is quite impressive. It's really, like, look at us go. That's great work. Yeah, I've smoked everyone in this category, so I'm glad I've won won something and... And like, where would you be without me just here doing like building you up championships like, I have competition with some riders Jeremy especially but not Glenn uh, you have had a year to work on that and you've kind of got me no further which like I've done a lot for you with these interviews and look nothing Glenn. back <laughs> Glenn and you yeah I don't know I don't think it's the right time to go speak to Glenn too honest. Oh. I was I was I almost did before I came here it's a good thing that we found that out uh, no no not not because he's got an issue with you but you know, he's he's, probably still does but. he's really disappointed and he knows what he can do and yeah. the season's been very very heavy for him so he's also well, if you ask me like I get on really well with him I think he's a real good guy so so do I yeah he doesn't think you're a no, good guy no, though no, that's no, the no, problem I, 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 okay uh, well that's just really made this last interview very sad <laughs> uh, last thing you are now a free man um so what do you do now? Obviously, you're going to have a rest. You're going to have a holiday, I guess. You're going to take some time off. But like, what does the next two, three weeks look like for you? Uh, it's really hard to say because uh, after my last GP in MX2, Arco, like I won the GP. Monday, Tuesday, I was testing on my new team on the 450. Then I was going back home. I was having a month off. Then January was going Sardinia, but I, like, I had a full yeah. plan of everything. Right now, I don't have... A single clue what is going on I'm going to go back now in the morning to Belgium pack a few bits up get sorted go back home to the UK and just clean the plate like have a reset I need to wait for something to come around and yeah it's a bit of a waiting game it's, it's a horrible situation to be in okay uh, Dylan Wright uh, MXGP of Chitta de Mantova yeah, yeah de Mantova yeah we're in Mantova um, another <laughs> another um, Another very solid GP for you, but that's been a story. It's been crazy because um, most guys would come over here, be wildly inconsistent, have one good moto, DNF another, then struggle. You've just been like steady on the cusp of the top 10. Today was the same. Um, Yeah, there's been nothing wrong with your European trip at all. It's actually probably been as good as it could have been. Yeah, yeah, I think so, minus maybe a couple mistakes that I'd like to have back, uh, especially the first moto today. My pace was super good, uh, like about top five speed at the start of the moto, and I was, you know, there was we were battling maybe six of us for about maybe six or seventh at the beginning there. I was just trying to make a move to kind of go forward and uh, just watch the front end, but, I mean, it shit happens on days like that, you know. It, it kind of, it is what it is. I mean, everybody here is pushing, you know. It's the end of the season. Everybody wants, you know, a deal for next year, so it's kind of, it's kind of everybody's kind of going for it, so it's, um, no, but I think it's been good, you know. Like you say, consistent rides, you know. Had a couple crashes here and there, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I've shown, like, my speed's consistent, and I'm able to kind of, you know, maybe with a better start, which would help me a lot, I'd be able to be closer to that top five, but, uh, I mean, time will tell, I guess. When you're battling with guys like Watson or Olsen, are you behind them thinking, like, ah, shit, they're on a factory bike, like, this is going to be difficult? Like, is it quite hard to get your head around the fact that 
Okay, you are at a disadvantage, you're battling with factory bikes, but obviously you need to just crack on and give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, I think like maybe the first weekend it was a little bit more like that, um, where I was like, oh dang, like these guys are on factory material, like might be a little harder, but then, you know, once I seen that my speed was there um, to kind of battle with them or beat them, I, you know, it kind of gets in your head that you get the confidence a little bit, like, all right, I can do this, and you kind of, you know, at 450, you're kind of able to put the power to the ground a little bit, so I mean, um, I think... I think that was actually okay, especially today. Like, I get behind Olsen, and I'm like, all right, like, I need to move him, you know, like, because it's, yeah. it's tough to pass here. So I was just like, I got to make a move and kind of, you know, do my best to keep moving forward. Um, but, I mean, it's obviously nice when you uh, have a factory bikes behind you at the end and you're able to pass them. I mean, I think that shows um, some of the teams, you know, what I can do, I guess. How easy was it adapting to this, well, these two GPs? Obviously, you've ridden this track a month ago. Uh, it's quite different because it's not as dry as it was on a Saturday at the Nations, and it's obviously not as wet. Right. But did you get out there and you were like, okay, this feels comfortable. I know where the bike needs to be. I know what I need to do. Like, did it feel like going to a track in Canada? Yeah, I think like this weekend was a little bit better than at uh, Petru. No, where? the other one. Yeah, the uh, Trentino, <laughs> wherever we were. Yeah, I think this track was a little bit better. Um, obviously, I didn't get my best results here, but um, I feel like my speed was better here. Like I was actually able to, you know, to probably if I got to start battle with the top five or try to, anyways. But um, yeah, I think here was okay. Obviously, like you said, the track is a lot different than it was at Donation, so. Um, I was able to do a little bit of testing actually on this small track at the back yesterday oh, yeah. to get my setup better from Sunday because I was struggling a little bit because I've been, I've been just swapping settings the whole time I've been here trying to find something that works and finally today I think I found like somewhere I'm pretty comfortable like Chiro kind of we you know we put some stiffer springs yeah. and stuff in and uh, I felt a lot more comfortable today and I think you know my speed kind of went with that a little bit you know it kind of showed. I feel like that's one thing we need to like get across a little bit like okay you are a Honda rider you're obviously a Honda rider worldwide, but you're not on a HRC bike here. You are at a disadvantage. You're not on equal equipment, so that makes what you've done even more impressive. Like, I think some teams, some fans, people in the paddock will look and go, oh, well, he's got HRC on his jacket, so they've yeah, obviously yeah, kicked yeah. him a couple of bits. Like, okay, you've been under a nice awning, but you've kind of been a private too. Yeah, I've, yeah, like you say, I've been a little bit solo. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks... I mean, it looks good on the outside, but I mean, Livia, Livia has been great with me, obviously giving me a place to be, but she's not a 450 team. So we'd like, there's not a lot of parts over here. So I, like, I've been having to like get some parts shipped from home for here. Like, um, but HRC has been good to give me like chain sliders and stuff, you know, like, but, um, obviously like a lot of their other stuff is like from Japan and you know, you got to sign a non-disclosure agreement and stuff. So like I was riding my bike from back home, which I mean, it's not a factory motorcycle. Um, like we, Jory from Proven does a good job with our engine and stuff, but I mean, it's not a factory out of Japan motorcycle. So um, a little bit at a disadvantage, but you know, I think we may do like, um, I think I did all right for what, you know, I just wish I had a little bit more on the start because um, those guys have her dialed. <laughs> yeah, well, I need to look. I am going to go back and look. I reckon your best start might have been a, 13? Like, I don't, you didn't start in the top 10 at all, did you? No, no, maybe the one at uh, Trentino, I would have been close, but I think it probably ended up being probably 12th or 13th, yeah. So, um, not, I mean, at mid-pack's okay, I mean, especially, like, with the equipment, I mean, the, a lot of the factory guys are, you know, in the top 10, or, um, so I think it's, it's okay, I just, I need to get up there early so I can, you know, battle with the guys that I want to be battling with instead of trying to move forward the whole moto every time, like, I'd I don't even know if I got passed here once, maybe in that last, like, Warame, yeah, yeah. maybe, and then I got him back, but, like, I mean, it's tough when you're always just pushing forward, um, and then you're, you're always trying to catch the guys, like, okay, yeah, that guy, you know, I got to get around him so I can start catching the other guy, but, I mean, it makes it tough, but um, it's just been a grind, and I've kind of enjoyed it, actually. Right, so, like you say, you've done all right, all good. What are we doing for next year? Because I now feel like I'm involved. Yeah. There is in <laughs> there is interest from teams. Yeah. So what are we doing? Yeah. Um. We'll see. I guess. Yeah. We will see. Yeah. 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 Because you got the connections. I don't know. I don't know anybody. I know. Uh, I know HRC and one one four and. You're just going to Olivia So. Do you want to do four fifty? Yeah. <laughs> now. Now. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Exactly. So I don't know. We'll see in the next couple of weeks. I. I, I know. I think that. The monster Cowie spot's a big one that needs yeah. to kind of fall into place first. Well, it's not monster anymore. It's just Cowie. Oh. There you go. See, you already. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's how much I know. But anyways, the Cowie spot's kind of got to get filled.
filled. And I think once that's filled, I don't know, people have been telling me then it'll start to kind of trickle down. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, last thing, obviously through MX Vice, I've seen on social media, Twitter, Instagram, it seems like you've had a lot of support from home. Like, I know I've had a lot of Canadians message me even privately, like, oh, saying your interviews are cool, saying I need yeah. to talk to you more. Like, I feel like you've had a lot of support. And there's been a lot of interest in this. So that side's been cool. Yeah, I think that side's sick for, like, the fans back home. Um, I mean, Canadian Moto's fairly small, but um, we're passionate in Canada, you know, for motocross. So um, everybody from back home has been super supportive. Like, I can't even get through all the messages on, like, Instagram and stuff. Uh, I try, you know, I try my best. But, um, yeah, everybody's been sick. And I think it kind of, like, grew my name maybe even a little bit more or made some new fans in the country you know kind of a lot of people are tagging along because it's not something they're used to and I mean I guess it happens when you race over here and against the best guys and probably you know the bigger the biggest outdoor um, events that there are really. Kevin Strybos, MXGP of Chitta, Sitta, Demantova, one of those. Um, Apparently this is it, (laughs) maybe not but I feel like this is it so it sucks Time practice was a great way to go out. I felt like that maybe keep you around because, you know, 13th in time practice. I thought, hey, that might just light something in him. But I guess it's time. I guess you're leaving. I guess this is our last interview. So see you, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's time for sure. I felt it already a few weeks and felt my body was, you know, my body was empty and mentally I'm uh, quite empty you know so it's just like in time practice I was like you know I just had a good flow and I pushed really hard and then felt like all days again a little bit more you know like I was scrubbing and I didn't know how to scrub anymore I guess but suddenly <laughs> suddenly it came back for one lap and then so I was like yeah it's cool you know and then yeah first model was a bit uh, got a bad jump out of the gate but I was quite good in the second corner I was 10 and then I really thought okay you know let's let's uh, go for it and but like two laps I had arm pump because I was like really like I put two laps like um, time practice laps you know like really fast for myself you know so I didn't have the pace anymore and I I dropped back I dropped back I dropped back so in in, in the end yeah I I pulled out and second model actually the same story I was I think six seven in the second corner so I was quite happy with that and I tried again but I you know they came left and right and so I was like, okay, you know, this is completely it. It's done. I'm just going to finish this race and then I'm just going to take the checkered flag and that's it. Was it, like, tough to stay focused today? Like, sat on the start line, was your mind somewhere else? Or did it feel like a normal race day? Well, in the beginning of the day, it felt quite like a normal race day. Uh, I think, uh, like, many people, yeah, came to ask, you know, after uh, after that uh, Instagram post from yesterday, you know, many people came to ask and they wanted to speak. And that's where I got a bit, you know, off, you know, with with the mind. But overall, I think I was focused. Uh, it was just during models, I didn't felt it anymore. And then, yeah, then when you go that slow, you have too much time to think about anything else. And in the end, I was even watching where Jeffrey and Fabre were just to see if it's yeah because I really I mean like at one point I really wanted to watch also you know because it was so excited and then I think it's the first time there was a tie before last model and so uh, yeah so yeah I was just checking who was leading who was second third so I was I mean you know I was not busy anymore with riding and then yeah I feel like yeah I feel like I did it completely until I'm until I didn't want it anymore like I could have stopped like three years ago because the results were not great and but that time I still wanted you know I still wanted to go and I had fun and then but now you know I, I rode until I was completely done and yeah that's it you know so maybe this point for, for myself I think this is better than then I can make the switch easier to see what's next yeah. And uh, instead of just keep on thinking like, oh shit, you know, uh, maybe one, one more year, or or if I feel good, maybe it's still possible. And now I know it's still not. Po- I mean, now I know it's it's not possible anymore. So. I feel like you're at peace with the decision. Like I feel like it's sunk in. You're not like, oh, it hasn't sunk in yet, but I'm done. I feel like you're like, yeah, I'm out. Like this is the right move. I'm I'm at peace with it. I'm happy. See you later. Yeah, sure, it is like that. You know, I mean. I would love to go after the race, go go into my camper, clean and go home, you know. So I feel like that and I, I made that decision some weeks ago maybe. Uh, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm having peace with it and, and just 
it's done you know it, it's it's enough there's a huge weight out off my shoulders i guess and uh time for something new the good thing is i will keep you busy because we've got a 2007 interview to do i've got a couple of other plans for you <laughs> basically keep next year free because we will be doing a lot of stuff together yeah no it's cool you know i mean i've always liked you of course with the interview interviews and it's been always fun and so um, there's a few a uh, few options on the table for next year uh, which i'm willing to commit 100 percent to it can't tell you too much will you be in the paddock yes i will be here full time well, 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 well. <laughs> Looks like those interviews are going to be quite easy to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I like is this, is it, Okay, you can't tell us what it is, but is this an exciting thing? Like, is this, when, when I eventually find out, am I going to be like, oh, wow, that's big? Yeah, I think so. I texted you yesterday, no? That it was huge. No? Yes, you texted me a lot of stuff, but not that, I don't in think. In the morning, I texted you like, oh, it's going to be huge. What's the news next year? Just to laugh. No, but, yeah. I texted you this morning saying, let's party like it's 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to be huge, huge, but it's just going to be something that I think uh, will be great, you know, and uh, it's, it's going to be an opportunity uh, for, uh, yeah, for a good, I mean, something good, you know, I, I can't leave it on the table and uh, I think I'm ready for it and I just want to, yeah, like I said, I just want to commit 100% to the new job, hopefully, and yeah, so I'm sticking around for a few more years I guess I want to ask you some other controversial questions but I don't know what your contract is for next year so I don't know what you're allowed to say so I'll do that later last thing crazy ridiculous that your best result of the season was in Turkey because if there's one place that I'm not putting Kevin Strybos down as a ninth place finisher it's Turkey yeah I mean it, it was just good you know I, I had a good start I was six so I pushed really hard in the beginning and then the gaps came so I was nine which I was happy with but I think overall it was just a really difficult year you know uh, in the beginning of the season I felt I was doing good I just uh, had bad starts but then I, uh, I know what you're doing next year I've just figured it out <laughs> I, I'm, well I can't say it on here can I I've just figured it out but okay. so if, I, if I'm right it is big and very excited for you uh, it depends what you think so I have no idea I'll say it on here you don't have to answer okay. Marnique's walking away from Yamaha MX2 I know I, I, I heard that yesterday Okay, is that leaving it there? Yeah, okay, okay, last thing then. <laughs> Happy, great way to like end your career. You had a full season, no real injuries. You didn't have your elbow thing. You didn't have your issues. Well, not, you weren't uh, sidelined. Like you got a full season ish in, like this was a better way to go out than what it would have been last year or the year before. Yeah, for sure. You know, like last year I still felt like, yeah, it's, yeah, it was just a shit way to go out like that, you know, with injury in the back and, uh, and the hip. So that's why I, I'm I'm really thankful for the for the team here. Uh, they did a great job, you know, and uh, to to uh, get me as a third rider, which was not the plan normally. So I'm really happy that they gave me the opportunity, uh, so I can race another full season and then close it with them. You know, I think it's really I mean it was really fun. Uh, even the results were not there, especially the last few weeks. You know, with racing, I mean. I had that in my mind already, I was done, so I was much more relaxed and much more open to them, and yeah, it was really nice with them, so yeah, thanks for that. Okay, uh, Jeb Beaton, MXGP of um, Chitta de Mantova. I don't know if it is Chitta, I'm running with it. Um, I was watching you today, just you. I was bored in MX2, it's not very good. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch Jed, and I'm just going to stare at him the whole way around the track. You're quite a good rider. I was actually quite impressed. <laughs> I never really knew how to rate you. I was quite impressed. But what I saw was what you've said all along. You're not going to be able to do anything from where you start. You've got the skill. You're quite a good rider. <laughs> but where you start, the story of your MX2 career, obviously, you ain't going to be able to do much. Well, you ain't fucking telling me much that I don't know, no, I am. No. So, I mean, in the end, yeah, I, um, I mean, I can only be the one to blame for that, for, for the starts, but I mean... It, I'm looking forward to getting on the 450 and then seeing if I can then improve them because of the more power and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a t bit of a tough day because in the first race I felt good um, and then there was just people going down everywhere and shit. Um, and then about midway, my um, I had an issue with the bike oh. and then I had to, like, ride with that. And then uh, I, I crashed in the last lap uh, just on the start straight there, just went down. Um, so it was the stupidest crash ever, but... Um, 
I mean, yeah, that's pretty frustrating, but then, uh, like you said, in the second one, another shit start, and then, um, yeah, trying to um, try to come back, but I mean, by the time I'm back or around that area, them guys have got, like, that lead that's, like, quite difficult to pull in, and, and you need to be... Uh, fuck, one week we've got... Uh, Air hoses. Next week we got chainsaws and shit. Well, maybe that's for you. You never know. He might have. He might have been impressed with a seven eight today. I doubt it. But the fans are going to be fucking pissy about that again. <laughs> it's just me. I could. I could bloody. I could. You could agree to give everyone a million euros each, and everyone would get angry with me. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, like I was saying, I felt quite good out there. But uh, I think the silence just fell off. Yeah, that's, that's fucking loud now. But um, yeah, I mean, I've got to fight for nearly every. Every time I'm on the track, I'm gonna fight so hard to even come back. So, um, yeah, fuck me. Why, why do we even do it? <laughs> I've, I've got a bad feeling he's coming back, but we'll see how it goes. So, what's today like emotional for you? Obviously, you're not going anywhere. You're back here next year. You're gonna see me again, so that wasn't emotional for you. But you've been with this team for three years. It's kind of been. Your, I feel like it's been your team a little bit. It's not like you've just been a rider, like. You've kind of like built relationships with everyone. Like it's not just a business deal. Um, MX2 careers coming to a close, so that's a big step in your life. Like, was today like emotional, important? Like, were you like, this is a big day for me? Yeah, I mean, them guys, they uh, they picked me up, and then uh, they've been with me ever since through thick and thin. Obviously, the first year I didn't have good results, and honestly thought I was going to lose my ride. But I mean, they they stuck behind me, um, and then yeah, the the next two years even the first year we grew such a solid relationship with the team so in that part it's sad that it's ending um i mean yeah they had a bit of a celebration over there it was pretty emotional and shit but um i mean it's they took holly and i in like we're like a little bit family you know like you said it wasn't a business deal it was yeah we always cared for each other if something was happening in the team we're always like yeah trying to work it out together and even if there was something happening on my side i try everyone was trying to help so um yeah that's a difficult one because i mean yeah like you say three years uh it's a long time and you build a good relationship so um yeah i'd say it was pretty emotional today but fun game um rate your season a b c d e f if you want to up to you give it a grade an honest grade like let's be let's be real here don't just give yourself an a plus yeah a yeah, pretty close to fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't be sure how well I go for this. See, your stars are very good, aren't they? <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, like you say, you, you have a plan and sometimes shit just don't go to plan. Like, at the start of the season, I felt good. And then I went and done some pre-season race, got injured two weeks before the season. Took me yeah, that was fucked because I had to keep it a secret and then you went around and told everyone except me. Yeah, I mean, well, how did you know? To keep it a secret then? You told me to keep it a secret. Yeah. But, but then I you went and told everyone, you went, oh, yeah, I'm me. injured. It wasn't me because uh, it definitely wasn't me. But, um, yeah, I mean, it took me a while to get going again from that because uh, the first round, yeah, it was honestly like a disaster. And then um, second round. Well, that was more of a disaster. Yeah, but I actually felt good there. I was yeah. running fourth in the first moto and then I thought, oh, okay, I feel pretty good with my body and then, like, physical coming back a little bit um and then yeah i went down pretty hard in the first race and then smacked my head real good uh and then re-injured like the the ribs in my back so um i mean when you feel like you're making progress and then just get a setback like that again it makes the season pretty hard um nowadays you have to be so consistent the whole season to be to be solid and and there so i mean yeah i wasn't and that's why um yeah give myself an e well, that was cheery. <laughs> um, e plus or just E? Nah, no, nah, so I can stick with the standard E. Okay, fair enough. I'll put that on your report card. Um, so you haven't signed your contract for next year, but you know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. The plan is set. You don't have to worry. I hear you're riding next Wednesday. So are you excited about where you're going? You're excited about the plans? You're excited about what you got? Like, fair play for even... You're not paying for a ride, you're not riding for free. Like you managed to get a deal signed when every other one else in this paddock is scrambling. Yeah, I mean, that's that's been a big issue lately, I guess. It's been uh, difficult for people to get rides because a lot of people are paying and, and also offering to ride for free. So um, in the end of the day, I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, 
and I mean everyone's excited for it to happen again and yeah I'm, I'm excited to go back um, so hey, uh, little, little tease there for the fans <laughs> um, car gloss <laughs> yeah fucking let's go <laughs> give me the paper I'll sign it now now um I like I your mean, gear that year. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah. I think it was. Got the uh, gear on the Honda, and that looked sick. I thought, but that was about it. Yeah, that's. Uh, we'll forget about that one. But <laughs> like I said, um, uh, it's exciting times. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, getting back, back with uh, familiar territory, I'd say, and then uh, obviously starting off on a 450 will be nice. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to that. See, getting something with a bit more power and seeing how I go. I mean, I feel like I can be a solid guy on a 450 and uh, what I've got around me for next year, I think we can kind of do what we like and, and w what I would like to do. I mean, and everything around it is solid. So, I mean, there's no reason why we can't do a good off-season and come in and, and be quite competitive with the, with the guys. Uh, last thing, last year you had third most interviews, so a bronze medal. No medal this year. You had a mid-season slump there. We've rebounded strong at the end, but it was a mid-season slump. Still, how much have these interviews been the wind beneath your wings this season? Well, we can only blame that on one person, actually, because you're the guy coming around with the well, microphone. So you, do you like, want to... Like, like I said, last time, you can shove that thing up your fucking ass. Well, I was like going to say, do you want to tell the fans what you messaged me? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, no, uh, no awards this year from, from the MX Vice Boys. But well, I am the wind beneath your wings. Yeah, yeah, you pump me up when I'm down. Thanks for that. Okay, Isaac Gifton, uh, MXGP of Mantova 2. I don't know how to say this one. Um, up and down day for you. First moto, not so good. Second moto, good and a nice, solid way to, uh, to end the year. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to end the season in a nice way and finish with some points. So first moto was quite shit with two crashes, finishing outside of points. But yeah, moto 2 was decent. Uh, was running a little bit with, uh, I think, Beaton and Kaido Wolf. Made a mistake, uh, dropped a little bit, but still finished ninth. So was a decent finish and nice to finish the season healthy. Today kind of summed up your season as a whole. Like it has been up and down. There's been some really good points, then there's been some really bad points, and there hasn't been much just average stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been really up and down, and especially down just for the first half of the season I would say it's just now in the in the end that I started to do some good things and that was really good for me for my confidence to like in Arco to be able to run top three there uh, was very good for my confidence and I will try to yeah find some way to get that out a little bit more often and be more consistent for next year obviously last year as a film writer was such a high and so exciting was this year harder than you thought it would be like being the full-time guy like, did you expect it to maybe come a bit easier and you'd improve on last year? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I thought I would be better, but coming into the season, I was struggling yeah, with quite a few stuff and also I got injured. Uh, so it started off a little bit on the wrong foot and then it just kind of went worse from there. But uh, fortunately, I managed to turn it around a little bit in the end, so I still can finish the season in a, in a good way. If you had to put a grade on your season, like, you know, A, B, C, whatever, uh, what would you give it, honestly? Uh, I would say it's a... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the last season was a way better for me yeah. than I was really happy. But with this one, it's like, just I would say decent. Because I still had some good points, yeah. I had some bad points. But at least I didn't get really injured, just a little bit. And... Uh, I finished now healthy and I would say that's just like decent season, so right. Yeah, I think the best thing is that you can leave this season with confidence. Like, it's not like you're going into the off-season beat up mentally, physically. Like, you can move on to your new deal with a bit of confidence. You know you can do it. Like, Arco was good. Today was good in the second moto. Like, this is a, this is a nice note to head into the short off-season with. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then I can start straight away working on points I want and improving me, improving feeling on the bike, everything. Instead of maybe being injured, just waiting. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to just get back to work, actually. Just a little bit off time, like in December, but then we have to go back to work. Yeah, obviously, um, you're not going to be back here next year. That was never really an option. You have signed your new deal. I think it will be announced maybe actually tomorrow or Friday. Um, it's not a factory team anymore, but are you happy with what you've got and the program that you're heading into? I'm very motivated, actually. Uh, I've been talking to the guys there, and uh, I feel like we have a really good connection. 
and I'm I'm super motivated for what's coming now. And I hopefully we make it official like now in the next few days or next week, I think. Yeah, I feel like they're going to give you like almost everything you need. Like I feel like you're going to be able to say I need that, and they'll go, okay, we'll make that happen. Like I feel like it's going to be a very good situation for you to be in. Yeah, I think they are very dedicated and. From talking to them, I mean, they are very motivated, <laughs> very motivated to start working with me, and uh, I feel the same. So, and also, I mean, changing kind of brand, getting back to a little bit my roots feels really nice. Last thing, um, heading into the new season, obviously, it is a short off season. What's one thing you feel like you need to improve on? Like, is there one thing that you're like, I need to really figure that out? Yeah, that's the qualifying. <laughs> that's the main, that's the main thing because lately or actually all the time also last year my qualifying's been mostly really shit and then in the motos my starts have been pretty good and all my riding has always been a lot better in the motos like in Arco I qualified 22nd yeah. and I was third in the moto that that's not okay like you you can't you can't do that uh so there's definitely one point there I need to improve. Well, going back to the qualifying races will suit you perfect then. So there you go, 2022 is looking great. Yeah, actually, that could be, that could be a good thing for yeah. me. I mean, that takes a little bit pressure off the qualifyings and I can qualify bad, make a uh, qualifying moto. I mean, get some positions up there and then ready for the races. Like.